Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. It is Monday night once again, and we have so much good stuff for you. I just can't even believe it, you know. And um, this is Jen Springer, in case if you have never been to this call, and I've been with Young Living since 2001, and it's a long, cool, amazing journey because you just never know what's going to happen. You know, today I was on the phone with my coach, as many of you know, as Tom Challen, and we were doing calls on prospects from leads, you know, and on ads that I generated. And I'm on the phone with him after we did this follow-up call, and I'm just cracking up because I'm telling him, I'm like, Tom, you know, we always have something to learn in this business. I've been in this business for a very long time, and I've been working with him for a long time. And I said, I still have him there on call coaching for me and showing me how it's done. And, you know, we, we only limit ourselves and growth is, is to where our fear level is. You know, they always say that, you know, break through the fear, but it's really true. It's like feel it and do it anyways and get somebody to guide you along the way when you feel like you've hit the wall. I mean, I was just like totally laughing. We did a follow-up prospect and we, you know, I'm just cracking up. I'm like, dude, I've been working with you for so many years and this is one of my things. You know, I need help with this. And anyways, I just have to tell you guys, you know, continue reading continuing getting mentored, talk to your upline, your best friends on your cross line, and, you know, all these things, you're listening to these recordings or live or whatever it is, and it's always a process. You'll pick up one little tidbit that could make the biggest difference in your business. And it could be something just so little, and you'll hear it a different way than you've ever heard it before, and then you're going to have a massive breakthrough. So, you know, you'll, you'll always be challenged. There'll be days that you want to give up, which we're going to talk about in a little bit here, what you do when that happens, because <laughs> it does. And you got to know that's going to be part of it, you know. It's not roses and, and lollipops every day. And, and I was talking to somebody this morning, and he said, you know, even when you put the pedal to the metal in your business, the first 30 days it's going to be, it's going to be like, changing habits you may not see results and then after 30 days you'll see your 16 or 90 days you'll see the changes in that stuff compounding but many people give up at two weeks many people give up at a week you oh i'm doing this different now and it's not working or they may hit 30 days and they won't see a difference and to really see the tsunami you've got to go six months and then all of a sudden it compounds and then you see your volume doubling and tripling every month but it's it's the invisible you know, things that are happening under the surface that are making your business uh, getting ready to fly and take off. And that guest will be on at the end of the month, so stay tuned for when I announce that. Wait till you see or hear this guy. I think we might do a webinar. I'll have to talk to him and see if he wants to do a webinar. But anyways, it's cool stuff to come. So let's get into the specials. Holy smokes, you guys. Did you guys like all flip out when you saw the special this month? I mean, good grief. The kids' collection. Are you kidding me? It's like amazing. <laughs> I was so excited. So if you, you know, all of your people that are not on essential rewards, I mean, this is the month to get them on it for sure. I mean, get you know all the other things they need, like Ninja Red and you know the multivice and all that other stuff that we got. Um, this month is amazing. So 100 PV when you're on essential rewards, you get the five mil of lemon. And at 190 PV, you get that plus a 5 mil of Envision, which Envision oil is a sweeper. You know, people, you know, it's one of the most um, budget-friendly emotional support oils you could possibly have. I mean, it's just a great one anyway. But this month it's going to be given to you if you're on essential rewards and you hit 190 PV. You also get a 15 mil of citrus fresh at 190 PV. 
And then when you bump up to 250 PV, you get an additional clarity oil. And then, oh, man, you hit that 300 PV, you get everything. You can have your cake and you can eat it too. <laughs> because you can make your PV by getting all that makeup all of you guys want, which I just did another huge order today of makeup. A lot of it's out of stock because everybody's having the same ideas I'm having. But uh, we get the Kid Scent Oil Collection this month as well, which includes Genius, Tummy Jive, Sleepy Eyes, Owie, and Sniffle Ease. So getting everybody back to school with all these fantastic oils, some of my most favorites, and uh, enjoy this. This is a great month to to really promote and, and get those people's expense tipped over and into your business and on essential rewards as well. So if you would like to hear this recording again or hear this again in the recording or you've got people that would like to hear the recordings, we have the recordings on diamondfactorytraining.com because sometimes they're webinars, sometimes they're audios and you get a free membership there because we don't want this information out there everywhere in public for people to just find it, right, on websites. They Google Young Living or whatever, or some of the leaders' names that are on these calls, and we want to make sure this is somewhat protected because I have, um, you know, everybody kind of somewhat where I know what's going on. So get your free membership there. You can always upgrade to the other one, but to get the training piece. But all the calls are there. You can listen and to your heart's content. Um, there's over 200 calls there since 2012. So guess what? A lot to do, a lot to get your new members started. So go there for that. If you have an iPhone and you have downloaded on the podcast, you can look for Diamond Factory as well, and you can listen to us there. So that's how you can listen to all this good information and make sure you're in the um, Diamond Factory System group. And if you like to learn more about products, we've got information in the Live Green Earn Green group. There's just so much available, you guys. I mean, every every day of the week, it seems like there's more to learn. And, you know, we do the training tomorrow at 1 o'clock for business strategy, which is a half hour. And, uh, you know, it's, if you're on the email list, uh, if you're not on the email list and you came to this call, go to OurSimpleTraining.com and get on the email list because there's an invitation that comes through for that special webinar every week. So anyway, with most, no more ado, let's go and move into our special guest. So let me uh, grab my water here and take a sip before I get a little bit of a dry throat. Hang on, you guys. All right, so tonight I am very excited about my special guest because she is one of the most upbeat, funny, exciting, fast-growing leaders that is so down-to-earth, and people absolutely love her. You know, Jill On Call started in this business, and it was one of those things that, you know, it's kind of like, hmm, what if I did this thing? What if I ran with this? You know, and she's going to tell her story about, you know, the conversation that her and her husband had, but thank goodness she did. You know, she was looking for natural ways to get, you know, for things to do when she was pregnant, and this is, you know, when she was with her son about five years ago, and, you know, she kind of, I wish I, Jill, I wish I was the one that met you five years ago when you put it out there, kind of on the internet, and I'm like, dang, girl, when you told that story, I'm like, man, why didn't I meet Jill on the internet? You know? <laughs> I would love to, you know, I'm just kidding, but she, she found an amazing sponsor. She actually posted on the internet, she was looking for a diffuser and some oils, and She's met an amazing woman to guide her along the way and get her started, and here she is now. She's this fantastic leader with this team of, of people that are just, we're going to get into positivity and talk about that, but just people you want to vibe with because if you're feeling down in the dumps, which we all do, or you're feeling stuck or frustrated, 
just find the hashtag that we're going to give you a little bit later in this call to help lift you up when you're banging your head against the wall. So thank you so much, Jill, for coming on and, and being on this call tonight because distributors all over the world listen to this call. And, you, you know, being on here is going to inspire people and give them ideas and help them on their journey. So thank you so much for being here and taking the time to be with us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm certainly excited about tonight. <laughs> I, know. I was thinking all day, I'm like, Jill, I'm going to be on the call tonight. I know, so you guys missed the door <laughs> I just absolutely love it. So do you want me to fill in the gaps where I did, you know, when I brought you on and edified you here a little bit, you know, because, you know, to be here and listening to you and catching this wisdom is, you guys have your pens and papers ready. I know you're going to get, like, like super cramped. So have your lavender or your agilies or whatever it is you're going to have. Just get that ready. But, you know, can you fill in the gaps with me, for me a little bit? Because the story of how this came about and then, you know, the conversations you had with your husband and, and then when you went forward, um, it's just a great story. So could you please fill in the gaps that I left? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of give the cliff notes. So my background is I actually have a, um, a master's in physician assistant. So my background has been in medicine. And I had a great job, but I was away from home a lot. And in 2012 is when I was pregnant, and I had kind of gained a lot of friends on pregnancy forums and Facebook and Instagram. And in 2013, I really started looking more into natural solutions, especially essential oils, because my son was born at the end of 2012. And then early 2014 is when I said, okay, that's it. I'm really ready to dive in with essential oils, and I need somebody that can help me. Because prior to that, I had gotten some oils where I shouldn't have, and I hurt myself. And I won't go into that, but it just tells me how important it is that I fell um, in love with Young Living, and I found a sponsor that could really take me and help me educate uh, you know, myself and others about how to safely use essential oils, especially Young Living. So in 2014 is when I posted on Instagram. Uh, I literally said I need a diffuser and some lavender, and Stephanie, my sponsor, reached out and said, hey, I can help you. And I signed up, I think, within a couple weeks. She followed up with me a few times because we know after the first time most people don't sign up, and I was one of those people. And I signed up the last day of March in 2014, and I was ready to run. Now, before that, I was already feeling a little... Uh, upset with my job. I didn't like that I was away from my son and my husband so much. And so I had been talking to my husband. We were sitting there going, you know, we're making ends meet, but we're not getting any further. We have this debt, but we're not moving forward. And I know with essential oils, not only will it help our family, but there's also an income possibility side of it. So soon after I got my kit, I signed up for ER. I talked to my sponsor about the income opportunity, and she said, hey, yeah, there is one, um, and explained the, the basics of it. And I said, all right, let's just run with it. And I told my husband, we both read the four-year career, and I said, will you give me a year? Give me a year to just run with this and see what happens. And if at the end of that year I'm not doing anything, then fine, we'll just use the products. But if at the end of the year, if I'm making enough money that I can go part-time or leave my job, you know, will you support me? And he said, absolutely, yes. He read the four-year career and said, okay, you know what, like this is more than just a hobby income. This is something that could really produce a solid income. And it's pretty fascinating that about a, almost a year to the day of that conversation is when I handed in my resignation as a PA in orthopedic surgery. And if you look up the income disclosures on, on that, you can kind of see how amazing that is to be able to do that after a year. And it wasn't without a lot of hard work. Um, 
I did sacrifice a lot. Uh, we talk about balance, and I think it's funny because some people think that balance is you are able to be everybody's everything and keep it all together. I will tell you that year that I put everything into the business, I missed bath times and, and dinner times and bedtimes with my son, but it was that sacrifice that now allows me to be home and present with my family. And that's something that I couldn't have done had my husband not been there to, to support me all the way through. So it was very important that he understood the potential of Young Living, but also that in order to get there, I really had to put all of my time, energy, and effort into the business so that you know, we could get to a point where uh, you know, I'm no longer having to be away from the house, and it's really the schedule is on, on my time and what I want to do with it, and that's really cool. So we're kind of living, living our dreams now. You know, um, one of the things I do, I'd love to just visit a second that you said for people to understand, and I want to know your mindset. You know, when you said, give me a year, were you certain, like when I joined and I got, like, when I decided to do a business, there was no other option for failing. Like, I was doing it. So what Mm -hmm. was your mindset then? Did you know I am doing this? Or, you know, like, you just... (laughs) Was that how you did that? I definitely, I have that personality that if I see something is possible, I will do whatever it takes to get there. Um, So when my husband looked at me, he kind of knew I was super (laughs) serious about it. And he goes, okay, whatever it takes. So he knew that it wasn't just, all right, we'll try it and we'll see. He knew what the potential was and that if anybody was going to do it, I was going to make it happen. Oh, so how did he help you? Because, you know, you had little kids and, yeah. you know, you're trying to, ba- I mean, little kids, and you're trying to balance this whole thing. And when you work, you, so that first year you were still working, yeah. and it had to have been like, like, what did that, what did your week look like? Like, how many mm-hmm. presentations were you doing or follow-ups or, you know what I mean? Like, when you're in that crazy yeah. building mode, it's, it's intense. Oh, and it, it, it was very intense. So because I had a full-time job where I was at the hospital, um, I was gone about 60 hours a week just in clinic and surgery and being on call. And I couldn't talk about oils there because that situation was not supportive of essential oils. So all of my business building was done, I like to call it, in between the cracks. So I would mm. get up early check my email, check my social media, I would post. And at that time, I didn't, I don't even know if there was any like scheduling posts, but I wasn't scheduling anything like that. It was in real time. Um, And then literally on bathroom breaks between patients during lunch, between surgeries, I was following up with people. When I would get home, um, it was usually after my son had already gone to bed. Um, If, you know, we were having dinner then, I usually had my husband would bring me dinner to the computer, to the office, uh, and I would miss bedtime, bath time routine, dinner, he would just help me. He was taking care of all of that so I could work on sending messages out. I probably 90% of my downline was not anywhere in my vicinity. So I'm not originally Mm. from Florida. I'm originally from Wisconsin. Then I did my grad school in New Jersey. Um, I was in New York City, North Carolina, and then I came to Florida. So all of my friends and family aren't in Florida whatsoever. So I was making all of these connections and having to do emails and Facebook messages and text messages and calls that way. And it was all, like I said, in the cracks. And I remember being up late. My husband would come in at at midnight and he would say, all right, honey, you really got to go to bed. And I said, just give me 10 more minutes. And then it'd be the next hour. And he said, all right, you really got to go to bed now. I said, just one more hour. Like I just have one more class to set up. And he's like, you really have to go to bed. It's 3 a.m. and you have to be up for surgery. And I said, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to bed now. But 
he was taking care of all of the household stuff. He did the laundry, um, cleaning the house, grocery shopping, um, the son, our son at the time, absolutely everything. He said, I will take this on because you asked me to give you a year. And if that meant, you know, classes where I was, I had committed because I believe in the four-year career, it says commit to two to four classes a month. And so that's what I was following. Um, so in person or online classes, that's what I was doing was about the four. Uh, but I was doing much more work one-on-one, either text message, Instagram, Facebook messaging, email. Gosh, I love this because, you know, hearing your husband and you coming together for your goals mm-hmm. as a family is incredible. And, you know, those of you listening, if you feel like you have no time, I mean, think about it. I mean, you should what to work in 60 hours a week plus little kids. Like it wasn't yeah. like – you know, like, oh, I'm just, like, semi-retired and I want to go do something fun part-time. I mean, you were, like, you had no time. And yeah. you, like you said, you you know, the, the business went in between those cracks of time. And that's incredible. It's a true testament of, of what this is really about. And so when you first started, um, how did you reach out to those people? It sounds like you used a lot of social media and, you know, like, yeah using technology to reach out to your network that you had, you know, in those groups all over the country. What did you say to them? Hey, buy my oils or like, what, how did you reach out to them? <laughs> well, at the time, so when I was pregnant and I started gaining all of these friends and connections through Instagram and Facebook from the pregnancy forums, we had been posting about what we were all using and what we trusted. So I knew mm. that my mommy friends, that if they said something, it was because it worked. And they knew that if I said something, it was because it worked. So when I started to post about essential oils and I would post about, you know, the diffuser and lavender and restful nights, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, if Jill is saying it, then I trust her because she's oh, said wow. things that I've trusted before. And so that really, really helped. And it, it, you know, it makes sense because these connections that you make with friendship and family over time, they trust you for a reason. So as soon as you bring essential oils into it, they're like, okay, I'm ready because you said the truth about everything else. I'm on, on board with this for you too. I even had a couple um, of my close friends, they waited until I did all the research on different companies. And when I said, all right, Young Living, this is it. This is what I'm going with. They said, okay, now we'll sign up because we trust you. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. I love that. And you're, so your team, are your leaders sprinkled throughout the country? Yes, absolutely. And you leverage the technology. And I know you do a lot. Your Facebook group is where your team, is that where they primarily meet? Or do you also doing like Zooms? Or how are you pulling every, everybody together to keep the communication yeah. and the cohesion and the culture? Initially, we started just a big Facebook group. More recently is when I started Zoom calls, but my Facebook group is really where my culture is. I'm very mm-hmm. active in it. I, am, I make sure that my presence is known. We have a whole team feeling to it. And uh, it, it's a different feeling than a lot of other groups that I'm in have, and I, I really appreciate that. You know, I know that there's something that's really um, important for all of us because we have – Every, you know, I mentioned a little bit earlier at the beginning of this call is that, you know, we're going to have good days and good weeks and good months or even good years. And then we hit the wall. Everybody says no. Or a whole leg wants to transfer. Or, like, auto ships explode on the way from Utah. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. How do you, like, how do you work the culture of your group so that those things don't let people, you know, get them, you know, because negativity can turn into cancer, you know, in in any group, and it will paralyze the team. How do you work with that? 
Yeah. Well, here's where the big hashtag comes in. Um, we always say that we put our hashtag positive pants on, and that's metaphorical because everybody knows I don't wear pants when I work from home. But <laughs> I really, really preach a culture of positivity in my group. Um, a while ago, uh, when I was first starting my team on call group, I had heard that Maya Angelou said, you don't let people walk into your house and paint the walls with poison. My group on Facebook, my team is my house. So if you come into my house and you decide that you want to paint those walls with poison, we got to have a talk. Uh, my team knows that I will not put up with negativity. And whether that is negativity with frustration within themselves or within the company or, you know, auto ships going awry, it all comes down to us and how we react in situations. Of course I get upset. Of course I get um, discouraged. But there's a way that we can talk about it so that it becomes something positive. And when we are positive, that goes through the entire organization and it flourishes and everybody is a better person because of it. You put that positive energy out there and people want to enroll with you. And when you have bad days or situations that happen, people lean on you because you're positive through them and trying to figure out how to make it work. Uh, I will rarely have anything in my business group that is negative to the point where it has a domino effect where it keeps being negative. My leaders are so good at stopping it and saying, hold on, this isn't negative. Like, how can we turn this around so that, mm. you know, we can make it positive for our members? And it's, it's wonderful. Wow. That is amazing. So you guys write this down. Hashtag positive pants. So just, you know, like we could create a movement around this, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, so funny. You can get some of like those um, tights made and say, these are my positive pants, you know. You can have so much fun with that. <laughs> right, I mean, right down the leg. Uh, even your name, I mean, on call. I mean, you can have, I mean, I know you do have some fun with it, and it really works. And it's just it's like, that's a cool name. I was looking at that yesterday, and I'm like, but you could do so much with that stuff, you know. It's just really good. You can't do much with Springer. I mean, it's kind of. Well, do you want to know a secret? My last name is actually Sager. It's not even on call. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So Facebook, it used to be Jill on call separated, and they told me that it was inappropriate for Facebook, so I had to combine it. But everybody thinks I didn't my last know name that. is on call. There you go. Now you know. <laughs> well, now I know your, like, real last name, everybody. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I needed to be psychic. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? It's really funny. So you have this adopted last name. Um, I do. All, I do. That we're all calling you. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking, don't, I said, I'm like, I can't believe it. Her name, last name is I know. Yeah. Like, it's just and the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And that I came know. from my medical background where I was on call for all of my friends and family all the time. So I wanted a culture when I came into essential oils that people had resources, not necessarily me 24-7 because I do like to sleep occasionally, but that I would be able to provide, you know, Facebook groups, education, something where they never felt like they didn't have access to an answer. So that's where the mm -hmm. on-call came from, and we kind of breed that culture in our, in our group as well. I love that, and I just fell off my chair learning that about you, too. Did you hear me hit the floor? <laughs> I'm like, I was in total awe for a second there. You know, I'm like, oh, man, I got, I got this straight now. So uh, I love it. But, you know, and next thing with branding, you know, and, and a lot of people get hung up in branding, and they, they think about their team's name for, like, six years, yeah. and, and they don't grow their business until they come up with the perfect name. And I yeah. still struggle with a team name. I don't even, like, <laughs> I just, like, I messed around. But, you know, it does, 
I think it does create help create culture when you can really I have a great idea like that and help with that. Mm-hmm. What are your I mean, obviously you do it. Um, do you have any other thoughts with that for everybody? Yeah, and you know I agree with that. And mine came out of thinking, okay, I just want to be on call for everybody, and I never imagined that other people would want to be on call too. And also they're like, we really love this idea, and they ran with it. And I think that it's not so much, you know, what you call yourself and with your branding, but it's how you put yourself out there. So you mm-hmm. could be, you know, whatever you are, but if you're not coming through and being authentic and, and to where people can trust you and, and know who you really are on that other end, you know, it doesn't really matter. Ah, I just love that. Um, it's really good. And, I, and that's one thing that happened in the last five years is that we really, in general, in Young Living, the, that team culture and, and that more definitive branding, um, even teams within teams, as we know, there's a lot of huge teams, that really became uh, popular. We never had that kind of identity in the past, and I think it's right. really fun because seeing everybody's ideas and you know, graphics, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so much talent out there. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. And I do love teams, and I think, you know, one of the things that I also had, when I plateaued, I had to take a step back and say, you know, am I so focused on me growing my team, or can I step back and say, you know, what is Gary Young's vision? It's getting Young Living in everybody's home. We need to go back to to make sure that we're really living that mission. And that's when I started saying, I need to educate everybody. Like, I'm no longer going to just – you know, make my classes and everything just for my team. And that's kind of how we were trained at one point from the time that I had started way back in, um, way back, uh, wasn't that long ago, in 2014. It was kind of you train just your people and that's what you do. But when I started to grow, I said, well, why are we holding this back when we're trying to get Young Living in every home? We should be hashtag Team YL, you know? Like that's our entire, that's the, the mission of Young Living is to get Young Living into every home. And the only way to do that is to open our arms and help educate everybody. That's the exact same, that's the exact same premise that this call is for too. Uh, you know, um, like I mentioned earlier, I talked about Tom, you know, him and I were talking yeah. in 2011 or 12 when I want, really wanted to make the run, I was stuck for eight years, and I'm like, dude, what do I need mm-hmm. to do? And he said, start a team call, create momentum for your entire yeah. company. And I wish I could take credit for the billion-dollar mo- movement, but I really can't. <laughs> but there's, you, know, you know, there's so many people I've met that are, you know, gold, platinum, even diamonds that said they started out listening to this. So I totally agree with you in, in, our, in fostering that culture within Young Living. I mean, we've all got special things for our own teams and stuff, but, you know, we, we, we have a different culture, I firmly believe, and that's part of our great success that we're having with this company. Right. But what are some of your favorite resources? Do you have any favorite books or, you know, um, I mean, there are, yes, there are movies that you can watch and, you know, share and videos. What are some of your favorite resources that you'd love to share with your team? especially when they're maybe new or hitting leadership or anything like that? I, it really is dependent on the person. Um, I wish that I could say, you know what, I want everybody to read this book, but I really take a look at what their color personality is, what their goals are. If somebody has more limiting beliefs or believe that they can't do something, I'll recommend one book over another. Uh, when somebody says, hey, I want to do the business, I absolutely have them read before your career. That's Across the board, I think that you have to have an idea of where this business can really take you so that you can set up your plan 
you know, and, and really understand what network marketing is and that if you treat it like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby. But if you really want to run this, you can. Um, one book that I really found resonated with me and I recommend to people who feel that they're getting stuck or that they just can't get out of their own way, and it's called Get Over Your – I don't – can I say this word on this call? Get Over Your Damn Self? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <that regal>? sure. <laughs> But that book is written by somebody who's actually with R&F. She's pretty high up. But what she oh, yeah. speaks is, is just resonated with me, and it resonates with a lot of people because she basically throws it in your face like, you are not so important that you should hold all that information to yourself. You deserve to share it with other people. And I think sometimes we get stuck in that. Like we don't want to share because we're afraid of what people will, will think or what they'll say. And that book really helps a, a lot of my members who are exploring the business get out of their own way and move forward. Mm. It's, you know, and I believe, you know, having, um, you know, that even books or, you know, people just saying plug in and having that growth. We, I was talking to Monty just a few minutes before the call, and, you know, I, I have a friend of mine who is an amazing closer of some very high-ticket coaching and, of course, like people like Tom Challen and, you know, people who are really at the top mm -hmm. of their game when it comes to sponsoring and I firmly believe that, you know, listening to people who are, are going where you've been or they've been where you're going, I can't say it backwards, books, you know, going to conferences, GoPro, Mastermind, you know, convention, yeah. and, and that refines us and refines us and refines us. And then we get to the point where we, um, we're a master, you know, and it takes time mm -hmm. and getting through those fears and getting over ourselves, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because opening our mouth and talking about the business or the products is life-changing for almost mm -hmm. everybody that really, you know, joins. So, yeah, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely good. Do you want to talk a little bit about the the letter, quote-unquote? <laughs> oh, sure. You know, I was oh, actually so – I... about this. Go ahead. I Sorry. read mine before because I have not read it since I wrote it. And I, it actually it still brings me to tears. Um, that is, is how moving it is. So I will just dive right in. Um, in one business group, Kari Ray Lewis posted about something called a Dear Discouraged Me letter. And what you do is you write a letter to yourself when you are at the height of your business or your month is going really, really well. Like you are at the point where you're like, I am never quitting Young Living because this is the most amazing thing ever. My numbers are awesome. I just feel like I'm on top of the world. And so you write this letter to yourself and you seal it and you put it away and you open it back up when you're at a point in your business that you want to quit because we all are at that point where we get discouraged. And so basically you write this letter Dear Discouraged Me, and there's a couple sentences that you can use to start it. So you try to finish these sentences. I will never give up because. This month, what energized me most is. This is worth it even when it is hard because. My business is successful because I. And as you finish those sentences, because you're in that height of such an amazing month, when you're discouraged, you are pulled back into that month and that feeling, and you're kind of re-energized. You're like, you know what? I can do this. I can make this work. And in my group, I actually asked my members to write the letter, and then email it to me so that if I saw they were getting discouraged, I could actually forward that back to them and say, I think you need to read this now. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? And quickly, I know that I can hear the voices in my head that are 
not my own. Um, they're the listeners, and they're saying, can you repeat that, please? Can you go yes. through those little sentences real quick so that people yeah. that the pens are scribbly can go back and write those again? Of or course, make sure yeah. The so, right. yeah. So you want to say, dear discouraged me, and then you want to finish these sentences. I will never give up because. And then this month, what energized me most is, this is worth it even when it is hard because. And my business is successful because I. Uh, yeah. You know, that is, that's like the mic drop right there. It pulls some good, um, like I said, I can't even read my Dear Discourage Me letter because it, it brings me to tears at this point. And I think about, you know, when I do have to pull it out, it is going to pull me to a place of such energy that I will be reminded of why Young Living is a piece of me. Like, there's no way I could walk away from this. Ah, oh, gosh. It is so powerful because it's often, mm-hmm. you, know, we, you know, we talk about those things, you know, between leaders, like, oh, you know, yeah, we hit the bumps, and yeah, we made it through, yeah. and we persevered. But it, sometimes it really happens, and it's just like it'll take you down. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and so many of us have some stories about that, and, it could be something totally out of your control, like, gosh, only knows, you know. I mean, sometimes you come home one day and your spouse wants to leave, and then or right. you might get sick, or you might have right. something happen, and you're just like, is this worth it? You want to just throw in the towel yep. and say, I'll just live off my residuals, you know. Right. Oh, it's so incredibly true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just exactly right. So, um yeah, I absolutely um, think that is one of the most powerful things that people um, need to do. You guys, anybody that's listening, whether you're listening to this live or the recording, definitely do um, the please, the please, the discouraging, the discouraging me letter um, because I think that I don't know. I just thought that was so profound when you told me about it. I was mm-hmm. just totally taken back. I'm like that is that is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, it, and it really unearths your why. So that's another thing is that, you know, we get caught up in this, what's your why? Why are you doing the business? But we don't always get down to the true root of why we're doing this business. So we may wake up and say, oh, yeah, I want to do this because I want a, a little extra money. But if we truly understand why we're doing this, that can give you a different sense of why you're waking up. So I had um, a business coach over the past few months, and they did something with me called the seven layers of why. I don't know if you've heard of that. But no. it's basically, okay. <laughs> so they, basically my coach said, why are you doing this? And my initial answer was, well, financial freedom. That's why I wanted to do this in order for me to come home and be able to have more time with my kids, like that's why. And she goes, well, that's not your real reason. So then she proceeded to say, why is financial freedom important to you? And then I would give her an answer, and then she would say, why is that important to you? And Mm. she did it seven times. And around the fourth to fifth time, you start to get a shift in your responses that go emotional. And by that seventh time, we always joke, like, if you don't cry, it's not your why. And by that seventh time, you've you've really unearthed your why. And that's what you think about when you wake up every morning and you say, do I want to do this business? You unearth that seventh layer of why. And that is your true reason for doing the business. So my true reason for doing the business has turned into being able to pick up my family and travel around the world and be able to teach them 
as we're traveling um, rather than just staying in the United States and, and reading about it in a book. Um, so that's my true why, which is a far cry from my initial thought of, oh, I just want some financial freedom. Yeah, what, yeah, what does that actually mean? You know, and you drill mm-hmm. it and you drill it and you drill it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Exercise number two for people after they do the discourage <laughs> me letter. And, you know, you guys you heard her say this really quickly, but you notice she said she has a coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe in, I mean, obviously you have one, but what are your thoughts, you know, for people and when did you start to have one, you know, like, or when did you consider having one to help bring you forward when you said, I need a coach? Yeah. So I was platinum and I wasn't moving. So I don't necessarily think it's about what rank it is. It's where you're feeling in your business. I was Mm -hmm. reading all the books. I was doing, quote, unquote, everything I was supposed to do, and I still felt stuck. And I have a firm belief that you stay at your rank until you learn the lesson that is meant for you to learn to be a leader at that next rank, and that until you learn that lesson, you don't move on. And I felt like I was doing everything and I could not get whatever that lesson was. And so I started with, the, with my coach and she was able to unearth what I needed to learn in order to move forward. And I just, there was something that told me it was bigger than me and I needed help. I needed somebody to be a sounding board that I couldn't figure out where to go from here. Like I really needed somebody else to be asking me the questions that I had to be accountable for. Mm. Yes, and having that person outside of ourselves to look in and say, did you think about this, Jill? Did you think about that? Or, you know, putting it into that where they pull that out of you. And that's a gift of a great coach. And I've noticed, talking to everybody, even next week's guest is a coach. And I, I don't know, I'm actually having a coach on at the end of the month, and um, it's, it's profound that, you know, you think about what they do, and yeah, I didn't write it down what day he's going to be here, but you think about what they do, and you're like, well, that, of course I can do that on my own. And then you sit there, and you spin your wheels, and you can spin your wheels and spin your wheels some more. And, um, yeah, then it's time to get a little bit humble and say, I think mm-hmm. I need help. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's almost a relief because you're like, and everything you learn is, is, it feels like common sense, but it pushes you to a level of, wow, okay, I can do this. And, and nobody was there to just kind of push me over the edge and see what was all available to me. I felt like there was a wall there that I couldn't quite break through, and that coach just helped me get through that wall. Oh, I love that. You know, and the thing is, too, and I know you're going to concur, you know, coaches, a good coach is an investment. It's not mm-hmm. going to be El Tipo, everybody. And, but, you know, I know you had to decide, I've had to decide, is it worth, you know, right. for me to go to whatever that rank is or whatever that achievement is, is it worth that? Will it pay itself back? And I've always found that to be extremely true, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I remember when I decided to go with my coach, I told myself, I will do this. I knew what the cost was, and I promised myself I would get it paid back within three months by whatever my income had been, increasing my commission by a third of that each month, so what that final cost was. And so I just worked my business even harder. And because they were helping me break through my limiting beliefs, and I had my sight set on I'm getting this paid off in three months, I was working my butt off. Um, and I did. I, was, I think I actually wound up paying it off within that first month. Mm. <laughs> That's like a little monetary motivation, yeah. right? 
I was like, I don't like adding to debt, so we're just going to make sure that this goes away as fast as it can. Well, yeah, and it's so true, and it, it's a little scary, you know. And I don't—I mm-hmm. was a little scared, you know. I've got—I got three coaches. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Now. I feel like the coach collector, <laughs> and one is for this, and one's for that, you know, and and one's yeah. for my team, team, and you know, it's just so funny. But you know, even if you have a, a coach helping you with working out, I mean, that's still a coach. But you know, it is—it's—it's it's, it's one of those things that oh, people think you can. Oh, I can just go get a book, or I can go get that, and yeah. like you said, you can read and. Go to yeah. all these seminars, and you know, you can get so much from that. But then sometimes right. you need someone just to drill in on you, not in a mean well, way. Well, that's but. where, yeah, that's where I was. I had been reading all the books, and then I went to an Eric Worre. He had a one-day thing in Orlando, and I was so enamored with just the entire the the entire day. And I walked away from there going, I have never understood my business in that way. And I mean, obviously, he's not directly related to Young Living, so it was just that whole network marketing model. And just the way that he was talking about how to run the business from itself and have relationships. And I knew in that moment that every single book I had read to that point wasn't hitting home the way that a coach would and talking to me one-on-one. So that definitely helped me get beyond uh, the plateau that I was at. What we're, I know we're kind of going down the coach rabbit trail, but I think this is important, especially if people get stuck and they can't get mm-hmm. um, unstuck in having some outsider. How did you go about even looking for a coach? Well, I was fortunate that through the Eric Worre thing, they then offered a 45-minute free consult. And oh, nice. so I had gone through that, which then anybody could get. So I just gave the phone number to other people who wanted the 45-minute free consult. In that 45 minutes, I wound up with, I guess it was like a screener coach who walked me to a point of even if I never went further with paid coaching, I had learned so much in that 40 minutes that I could have advanced my business to a point of um, you know, making some sort of advancement. Uh, not as much as obviously with the coach that I had worked with and invested in, but it had opened my eyes to how I could look at my business and myself differently. And so that's how I found the coach. And the one through this 45-minute free consult, they were able to take different parts of my personality and then match me up with a coach who I absolutely adored, and we just hit it off right away. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You know, and, and as they say, I'm going to be totally dorky cliche, you know, at, when the student is ready, the, the teacher appears. And yes. It, it's, I know it's cliche and silly, but it's true. You know, when you put it out there, you know, when you hold the intention of you're looking for that right match for you to help you move forward, it's that person does arrive. And sometimes in an unexpected way, you just, I got an email yeah. one day, like, from some email list I was on, and I'm like, like, like I the email opened up, and it was like glowing, and like it jumped off the phone, and I was like, wow, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, like, and I think, me. <laughs> Go ahead. and I think too, you know, sometimes early on people get afraid of, of, you know, well, I don't want to invest in a coach, but we have to look at who are the mentors that are around us the ones that are on Facebook or in our area that we can talk to that may be cross-line, you know, up-line, down-line, who are those people that we admire that we haven't learned from? Um, I always like to tell my team, like, look at the people who you are jealous of because 
you should actually be motivated by them. And so start there. You know, like if, if you're not ready to invest in a coach but you're feeling stuck, look at those people that you're either jealous of or that you're really inspired by and learn from them. See what they do so that you can learn and grow that way. Um, and that is kind of a way to help before you get to the point of, okay, am I ready to invest into a coach? You know, that's very, very good advice. And reach, especially reaching upline, um, I know when I first started, we had, we had nothing, you guys. We were still licking stamps and folding <laughs> letters. Like, there was no email back then, basically. And I remember calling my upline leaders who were of, of significant rank, and I interviewed them. And yeah. I, it was, you know, and I remember to this day, I still quote Doug Mills, who's one of my upline, and he's not as active anymore, but he used to be at all the events. And he was a network marketer, and he gave me data and stats, and I still quote him all the time. And those, those people got to those ranks for, for a reason, you know, and unless, yep, they were totally stacked, but most likely not. I mean, Right. So it's, that's why these calls, I, I love them, and I learn from every one of you that come on. I, you know, I take so many notes from these other people <laughs> because, we, you know, we have so much to, to share and learn from each other. And, you know, going to events and getting to convention and getting to your regional events, and, you know, mm-hmm. they say just showing up is half the battle. You just show up, you know, and yes. get to the rallies and whatever. So what are some of your favorite events? of the year, you know, at a convention or whatever. I mean, what are some of your favorite events? Well, I absolutely love convention. Um, and then every year I have to say one of my favorite events is the one that I hold for my, my team in Orlando. It started as just my team, but now it's been open cross-line last year and this year. It's every October. And I feel that that one is just a way that we all come together as a team. And that's more personal development and business development than, you know, convention where you have, you know, product education and we're all excited about all the new products. So I really like the events that are more personal development and business development, and that's kind of what we do at, at ours in October. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to go to many things like, uh, you know, other events kind of all over the United States just because I had been working that first year, and I didn't have any vacation. I wasn't allowed to take vacation. So I've mm-hmm. really started to look at where I can go. Like, I'm going to elevate uh, September 1st, and I'm actually speaking there. So that will be fun as well. I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Yes, there's so many good things, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like this is like a, um, it's like a, it's, it's like you know when you go to the the candy counter and you see all those chocolates <laughs> that you're like, which dark chocolate that's seventy yeah. percent or higher with the least amount of sugar is the best one? And there's like twenty of them, you know. It's like I know it is with trainings now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but I, I always so, I tell ahead. my team they need to try to at least get to one. You know, one thing when they're first starting out, make sure in that first year you get to one. I still regret not going to convention the first year that, that I was a member because I didn't understand. I didn't understand the impact of going to a team event, whether it's a rally, um, whether it's, you know, a business training or, or product education or it's convention. I totally underestimated the significance of going to an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it breeds it breeds culture. And for your mm-hmm. group um, that's all over the you know all over the country, um, do you guide them to regionals and rallies and things like that, or you know do you, some people do the rallies online? You know, I've seen both of those things done. Yeah, I I absolutely 
try to have them connect with people that are in their area. Uh, I think that's really important. Like I said, the culture when I first began wasn't quite that way. It was more you just kind of do what you, you do with your team. But now we've evolved to we truly are Team Young Living. Like look for other Young Living members in your area. And I love in-person rallies now that we're doing them quarterly. My team always did in-person business meetings, but I love that Young Living now gives us a basis for every quarter to get together and say, all right, here, here's an itinerary. Just get together and make it happen. I think it's really important. I love the online aspect because it allows us to reach people that may not be able to do things in person, but I really prefer and I, I really support my team trying to do in-person stuff because, again, it's that, it's that personal connection. Mm. Yes, and that's the trick. I was you know, speaking with somebody earlier today, and we were talking about various forms of, you know, of sponsoring, you know, warm market versus ads versus uh-huh. expos and trade shows, and it all fundamentally comes back to relationship. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter how you build. Um, you just have to have that super relationship skill, you know, being able to connect or, you know, we used to do expos and we didn't roll 100 people on a weekend, and mm-hmm. if people never followed up, they never ordered again. You know, it's exactly. like, it's crazy. I like to tell my team, you know, if you're in a row of 100 distributors, what makes your person want to buy from you? And that's trust. They need to trust you outside of all of these other distributors. So what is that connection? And when we're on social media, sometimes we get lost in the whole, well, I could just put a post up about this sale and everybody's going to look at it. And you know what? They know I I do oil, so they'll come to me. And it's, no, you need to reach out and connect with them. Why should they trust you? You know, why were you friends in the first place? Start that communication again, reach out and call them, see if they want to meet up for coffee, you know, do something um, to, to get that friendship blossoming again. And the oils will come, that will come. Um, but you can't just slap an ad, you know, on Facebook that says, hey, I'm having a sale and expect all of your friends to jump on that. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> well, it goes back to the beginning of your story and, you know, you building and having connections, I mean, obviously right. offline from where you live, but you did. You had those connections online, but they right. They were crushed, you know. And they and those people saw what you posted because you know they saw that, and then they responded because you had given them words of wisdom in the past that were very good. And that's online. You know, the so many people will they'll just start. I mean, I've even seen it in my own posts and my own ads where people will respond and start hijacking and spamming and messaging <laughs> people and buy from me. And here, I've had young living people try to recruit me. And I'm like, no. do, you, do you not? Yeah, and Monty said him too. Like people will try to recruit us. They, they, don't, they must not know who, who we are. It's right. really hilarious. Like here's my link, buy from me. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to be working <laughs> for you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just very, very funny. And, you know, that trust, like that's how you got to where you're at in a very short right. time is it shows too your um, circle of influence. You know, we talk about that. And, you know, people always want to know the secret to building a thriving team quickly. It's, it's, it's having that circle of influence and being an influencer. And, um, you know, anyways, I could go on about that. I just love talking about it. But that's, you can see, you know, people that trust themselves and have that confidence and then tapping into that circle and then sharing their beliefs. And that's, well, it'll often grow a team like wildfire because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So many good things. 
Um, is there anything else that you want to share with everybody as we come here closer to our closing um, about, you know, getting started or discouragement or growing or anything like that that you feel is important that's on your heart? I would say just don't give up. I know a lot of times it can be discouraging when you come into the business and sometimes you see other people that are enrolling like crazy or ranking up and you're just saying, oh my gosh, I'm not there. We need to remember that we all have different seasons in life. We have different uh, reaches to people and that our path is our own. No matter what, we all started the same way. We all bought our starter kit and we, you know, we stood at that starting line. Because we take different steps in different ways and in a different time doesn't mean that you're more or less important than anybody else. You need to support each other on their path where they are, and I think that's important as a leader as you grow. Don't forget what it felt like to be in the beginning and watching some people kind of move faster or slower than you. We need to respect where everybody is in their season of their business. And when we do that, then we really truly all grow together. Mm. That is very, very true. And, and it gets difficult um, sometimes as we grow. We've been around a long time, even including myself. But I don't, it's, it's very difficult for me to be remembering. I try to revisit that as much as possible, um, what it was like when I first started and opening the catalog and being like dog-earing everything and being like, how do I talk to somebody? You know, I'm like, yeah. you know, smell the soil. You know? Yeah. There's an oil for that, you know, and it's, it's yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's intimidating. I mean, now, like, now you look back and you you say, okay, you know, like, I know I'm kind of like a master of lavender oil. Well, then when you have a new person come in and they're like, well, I'm kind of nervous. I don't really know what to talk about. And then you start talking about all the other Young Living products. It's, wait a minute, let's go back to the starter kit. Go back to the basics. Where are they? Meet your people where they are in their path. They will grow to where you are, but you have to meet them in their path and respect where they are and help them grow. Yes, and I could tell all of you listening that if you heard my first presentation or Jill's first presentation or first conversation, you'd be like, I can do this. <laughs> you, know, you guys think we're as slick as everything, anything, you know, and you can, <laughs> it's like we were all there. And I, I don't know about you, Jill, but I believe that when you're brand new and you're super on fire, excited, passionate, ready to jump out of your skin because you are just beyond elated finding and living, that is contagious. And that could be the, yeah. you know, the baby distributors have that. Absolutely. And you can't get bogged down by, I don't know enough, you know, I don't know enough people. No, you just love the product, be a product of the product, and share how much you love it. There are resources out there that you can teach about it or help somebody else find answers, but just share that love that you have when you first open that kit and have that excitement. Be excited about that lemon vitality and just share that excitement because people will catch on and then they're going to want to do what you do because you're so excited about it. Uh, I love that. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let us wrap this up because we're at almost at the top of the hour here, and I want to open the line so that everybody here can say good night to you. And thank you so much for being here. I know this is incredibly inspirational. Let me go ahead and open the line so all of you can say good night to Jill. Hold on. Let me unmute. There good night, Jill. Good night, Thank you so much. You're so incredibly helpful.